gospel reading comes from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. And the title of my message is, Kingdom of God is at Hand. So it's like if you're on your way to church someday and you see someone broke down and they need help, what are you going to do? I'll get someone to come back for you. <laughs> no, take time and show them, show them Jesus. <laughs> okay, Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan and was with the wild beast and the angels ministered under him. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The word of God for the children of God. And all of God's children said, Amen. Repent thee and believe the gospel. Now, the time is fulfilled. You know, it says in the Bible, the fullness of time is when Christ came to the world. In the fullness of time, God became flesh. And as he was, he's preaching the kingdom of God. And what is that? What's kingdom of God mean? God's way of doing things. That's the kingdom of God. God's way of doing things. And Jesus, and, he, and it, it, here's how I would say it in modern English. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Turn you and believe the good news. Turn to God and believe the good news. That's what the gospel means. Believe the gospel, the good news. And that's what Jesus has come to do. He's come to seek and save the lost. He's come to pour out his life for all of us. To show us who God really is. So we don't have to live our lives in fear. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And I'm going to go through some scriptures here. i got a bunch of them i got marked out. And I've been going through this because I know that a lot of us as Christians, we, we go through our lives and we're, we're, we act like scared rabbits sometimes. Am I, am I doing everything just right to please the Lord? I hope I don't, you know, hope God don't cast me to the side. But what's the scripture say about that? Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, thou shalt be saved. Does God save you and say, okay, you messed up, blew it, now I'm not saving you no more, you're, you're done, I'm done with you. No, that's not what the scripture says. Does that mean we, have a, uh, we can just go on and sin and do anything we want? No. Because see, that's the difference. When the kingdom of God is at hand, Jesus is that kingdom. When you ask Jesus in your heart and you ask God to forgive you of your sins and to show you the way, he comes in there and that kingdom of God is now in your heart. And you know why you feel guilty and stuff when you do something wrong? Because you got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is convicting your heart. Now, people without Jesus, they don't care. They don't ask anybody that don't believe in God. And they'll think, well, I'm a pretty good person. I've never killed nobody. 
you know, I don't steal or nothing. I'm pretty good. And see, right then and there, you can, when someone says I'm good, right there's a good sign that they don't have the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I mean, I shouldn't be judging people, but I do. When I can tell who, who's a child of God and who's not, when people are saying that, hey, I've got this figured out, man. I don't need God. I can be good all by myself. It's not about being good. You can be good all day long. But the Bible says our righteousness is like filthy rags. And that's what the Bible says. All of us have gone astray. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All. Everybody. That's why we need a Savior. But Jesus don't want us to live in fear. And I'm going to go through some scriptures here real quick. I'm going to go to the Gospel. Well, actually, this is... Yeah, the Gospel of uh, John 27 through 30. Now, let's, let's, let's just get this in our heart right here, these words here. And this is Jesus talking. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You hear that? Right there. No matter what, nobody is going to be able to pluck you out of God's hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. And then verse 30, I'm going to I and my Father are one. Right there. When you give your heart and life to Jesus, He comes in you and He lives in you, His Holy Spirit. And you're, and you're bought with the price, you're marked. You know, it's kind of like, when you go outside at nighttime and you see the darkest and the clear sky and you see all the stars shining, the lights shining everywhere, the bright lights and each star. Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of how it is when God looks down on the earth and He sees the darkness of mankind, but then He sees His children. And they're shining like little bright stars. And they're, spec they're everywhere over the whole planet. That's what it's like. My sheep hear my voice. Now let's go to 1 John. The book of John, uh, I'm going to try to get all these in. I know it's, time, it's noon right now, folks, so bear with me. First John, this is, this is Apostle John. He was with Jesus. He says, this is chapter 1, I'm going to read the whole chapter. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not know the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from how much unrighteousness? All unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. 
And so you see what I mean about people that says, you know, I'm pretty good. I really don't sin. I'm, you know, I'm all good. Well, what's the Bible just say about it? If we say we have no sin, we make God a liar and his word is not in us. Now, I'm going to go over to chapter 4 in the same book. Verses 7 through 21. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the probationate for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world. Verse 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. We love Him because He first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him that he who loves God loves his brother also. Now this is awesome. How many people love God here? Everybody, do you love God? You believe in Jesus Christ? Then that means you're, you're a child of the Most High God. Because the scripture says only by the Holy Spirit can you say Jesus is Lord. Can I get a Jesus is Lord in here? Amen. That's the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, speaking through you. That's what the Scripture says. And so, should we live our life in fear? When you mess up, what's it say? What do you say in John? When we sin, we mess up, you go to the Father and say, hey, Lord, forgive me. That don't mean God's cast you away and says you're, He's done with you. No, we're, we're, going, we're growing up. That's what we're doing. God calls us. He comes in our lives. And then He works with us. He's working with us. He's working in us. He's working through us, you know. And, you know, we're not perfect. We're far from it. But God is doing a work in us. And, and He's taking things out. I don't know. Have you ever seen that, the Santa Claus 2? I usually don't do this, but this, this, this uh, story, the Santa Claus with, with uh, Tim Allen. Well, he's in his workshop. And this guy comes in and starts wreaking havoc in his workshop. Mr. Jack Frost. And he's just being the devil, going around tearing up things, tearing up toys. Well, Santa, he, he, he tore up, this guy tore up all kinds of toys. So Santa's got this, he's working in his workshop. And all you see is him working. He's taking jet skis and rockets and, 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 a, and a scooter board. And he just starts working on it. And you see stuff flying out behind him. And he's working and he's making all of a sudden, he's got this uh, skateboard with jet packs on it that you get on and you ride. That's how God is doing in our lives. He's working in us, and he takes stuff out, and he's putting stuff in, and he's working on us. 
And it's not an overnight thing. Sometimes it takes a whole lifetime. But He's not giving up on you. So you don't have to live your life in fear thinking, oh, I blew it. God's mad at me. Now, bad things are happening to me because God's mad at me. No, it's not. That's not how God works. God is love. God loves you. He's not going to cast you to this ground like people would. See, that, see that's, how, that's how we love. We love, like, we, we love conditionally. I love you as long as you do this, but if you start doing these other things, get out of my life. God's not like that. Praise God. When, when we blow it, God says, okay, you did. You, you messed up. But that's all right. The blood of Jesus covers all sin. And some people think, well, I've, I've blown it too many times. Uh, God, he's written me off. But the way I look at it, do you think Jesus' blood is strong enough to cover your sin? I think so. It says one drop covers the sin of the world. And he poured it all out. So we got to just grab on like a pit bull and don't let go. No matter what you're going through, no matter how life beats you down, no matter what other people say about you, know that you are a child of God and that you will stumble sometimes, but you'll get back up. The scripture says in Proverbs, a righteous man stumbles five, seven times, but the Lord lifts him up every time. But the thing is, we've got to turn back to God and say, Lord, I blew it. I talked to this lady the other day, and she said, I repent every day. I've got to repent every day, and I'm thinking... What are you doing that's so bad? Well, You've got to repent every day. But see, that's the way religion teaches us. That you, you're, you're, blowing, you're just messing it up. What's the Scripture tell us? What did John tell us in the Scripture? If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from how much unrighteousness? All unrighteousness. So we've got to not dwell in our in our mistakes. We've got to look to the author and the finisher of our faith. God is doing a good work in you. And when you've got that guilty feeling, praise God. You can thank God. Because that's the Holy Spirit in you saying, you know what? You shouldn't have done that. And so he reveals that to you. And he's working on you. He's taking stuff out. And he's putting stuff in. Putting that love in. But John, the apostle, of, the apostle John, he was... He's the apostle of love. You know, and so he's like, you know, love is what's going to show who you believe in. That, that's, that's the marker. Love. Love for one another. The God kind of love. That, the kind of love that says, no matter what you've done to me, I forgive you. And I know that it's, it's not you that did it. It's the wrong spirit that you have that you don't know no better. Then you get the spirit of God in you. That Holy Spirit will point out things to you and direct you, and, and that's when you rejoice. Rejoice that you have a conscience, that God lives in there and He can direct you. The kingdom of God is at hand. Now, I'm, I know it's a little after, but bear with me, folks. You got here late anyway, so. Romans. Romans uh, chapter 14. I mean, the Word of God, this is where the power's at, right here. And, and this Bible right here, this Word right here is where the power's at. 17 through 19. Because we're talking about the kingdom of God is at hand. Verse 17, chapter 14, verse 17. 
For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. See, so that shows you what the kingdom of God is not. It's not meat and drink. It's not, you know, that. But it's peace. Peace. Righteousness. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace and joy. I don't see fear in there at all. Fear's not there. So children of Most High God, walk in these freedoms that you have in Jesus Christ. Don't sit around with your fingers all twisted and say, boy, I sure blew that. Repent and move on. God loves us. Jesus proved that on the cross. And you will know when you offended the Father. He will reveal it to you. He won't cast you off. He will say, okay, this is my child. And I, don't, I really don't like my kids acting that way, okay? You know, I want you to be light in the darkness. Because there's no darkness in God at all. So let's be light. And even Jesus said that in, in Matthew uh, chapter 11. I know I'm jumping all over this thing, but this is where the life's at. Jesus said in, in verse 28, chapter 11, Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, all you that are trying to please God, all you that are trying, okay, I'm, oh God, help me, God. I'm, I'm a child of the devil. Help me, Jesus. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. My yoke. Take my yoke. Get underneath my teachings, Jesus says. Get under my teachings. The teachings of Jesus. And learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. We're like, okay. You can let it go. God's got me covered. Find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. It's easy. His teachings is easy. And my burden is light. And you look how he spelt light. Light. He's come to show light to the world. He is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. And he sparks our hearts. He lights in us. And then when we become lights, that's what he said. You guys are my lights. You're my salt. Show people what I really am like. Love them and forgive them. Bless them and curse not. Love and bless don't let this world take that out of you. This love that comes from the throne of God. I still got a few more minutes. John 15, John 10. Now let's go to John 15, 5 through 17. The Gospel of John. I, I mean, I was, I've been sitting around the last few days. I'm just going through all these scriptures thinking, man, that's good, that's good, that's good. This is good, this is good. Because see, this is where life's at. It's not in some story, but the life is in God's Word. John 15, 5 through 17. And Jesus talking to His disciples. I am the vine. You're His disciples too, if, in case you didn't know that. I am the vine. You are the branches. 
He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love had no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. See, that's what Jesus does in his word. And then he says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And these things I command you, that you love one another. There it is again, the commandment of Jesus. And what did Jesus say in other scriptures? To love God and love one another, that's, that, that fulfills all righteousness. The first five commandments is about loving God. Even though it says honor thy father and mother in verse 5, I, th I think that's part of honoring God is when you honor your father and your mother. And then the other five is loving people. Grace, grace, five, five, five is the number of grace. And so there it is. So we as God's children should walk in this freedom that God has paid for us. That we walk in the spirit of love and forgiveness. And that we, we uh, show the light in dark places. Okay. Philippians 4. Philippians chapter 4. Verses 4 through 8. And it's called, Finally, my brethren. Finally. <laughs> I'm there, okay? Finally, brethren. Actually, I'm going to jump up in verse 4. I think that's what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Four. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. The Word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said amen. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you for your love and mercy and grace. And thank you that we are your, your sheep and you said we will hear your voice in our times of trouble, in our times of joy, that we can depend on you and trust in you that you are faithful. Lord, we love you and we thank you. 
As we go out in our lives this week, Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit and help us to be your light and your witnesses in this world that God is good all the time. God is good. In Jesus' holy name, amen.